Hey, this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast, and welcome back to the Intuitive Masters of Happiness series. This is the 17th episode of 20, and we have three more after today. We have been exploring what your intuition is, how to connect with yours, and all the magic that happens when you strengthen your intuition. So make sure to stay tuned every Wednesday as we feature one guest interview from the Intuitive Masters of Happiness conference held in February of 2023. We had such an awesome turnout that we wanted to make all 20 interviews available to you in an audio version on the Create Happy Now podcast and YouTube channel. Now, if you want to watch the interviews rather than just listen to the audio version, you can download all 20 interviews today to have in your own library for $27.95, which is $20 off the VIP access package that was offered in February. You can go to my website, createhappynow.com and go to the events tab to get your download today. Before I get to my next guest, for those of you who struggle with quieting your mind and want to be able to do it in an easier, more creative way and learn how to start your journey to happiness, abundance, peace, and purpose and say yes to life every day. I want to remind you that I have a new meditation app coming out just in a few more weeks that is designed to do just that. I also have a new meditation YouTube channel. Both are called Create Happy Meditations. If you would like to be on the waiting list for the app, go to my website, createhappynow.com and click on the meditation app tab and sign up today. Last week, Melinda Van Fleet and I discussed how you can recognize your intuition today and how you may have already been using it and didn't know it. How intuition leaves breadcrumbs for you and how to find them. My next guest is Tessa Greenspan. Tessa is one of the most influential women in business. As the former owner of Sappington Farmers Market in St. Louis, Missouri for 28 years, Tessa continues to be involved in many business enterprises, including becoming a best-selling author with her work, From the Outhouse to the Penthouse. Tessa is best known for her leadership in business and in life. She has been a personal mentor to many women business owners. She has sponsored countless charitable causes, and Tessa has also touched innumerable lives with her inspiration and practical know-how. Tessa speaks to groups about business, motivation, resiliency, mindfulness, and the five pillars of health. Tessa believes that a positive mental attitude, a willing, tenacious spirit, and a healthy body are key to success. As, as, as an exemplary role model in the world of business, Tessa has received numerous business awards, is recognized on the local, national, and international level, and is well known for her generosity, her can-do attitude, and her commitment to giving back to her community. Well, welcome, Tessa. I'm so glad you were able to join us today. And I'm really excited for you to talk about your book that's going to become a movie. (laughs) And and I just wanted them to hear how, you know, tell about your book and how intuition was definitely um, a key to getting the book, you know, what your story was and, and also how it's now offering you the ability to, to get it in into a movie. Well, thank you so much, Susan, by the way. And um, the intuition, I think, is something that develops over time. Mm -hmm. And as you're growing up, 
um, the book uh, is is my life, and it's from the beginning. It, my example was my mother. Uh, my mother really paid attention to her intuition. By the way, what I feel intuition is, is God within. Mm -hmm. That we this is my opinion. It's God within that is prompting us when we listen. So I've I've used my intuition and still do every day. Um, it's sitting with it. I have a process that I do in the mornings that I meditate, which I feel is listening. Uh, to God, and I have readings that I read. I have uh, other things that I do. I write down also everything that I'm grateful for for this day, and I do it at my time too. And I suggest that everyone do this: write down at least five things, or say it to yourself. But writing it down really is very good for you. It's much better even than thinking about it. But you know, we're, there's so many things we get caught up many times of the day-to-day -day and different challenges in life. The thing of it is, when you say what you're thankful for, this really helps your mind, first of all. And it makes you more aware that we have so much, so much to be thankful and grateful for. And that's really what I do as, as a process is to begin with in the morning. That's a great habit. And, um, as a matter of fact, that just reminded me, um, back when I was a recruiting director every morning, uh, I would have all of my employees sent everybody the five things that they're grateful for <laughs> that day. And it definitely really, I mean, as, as a business owner or a boss, or maybe you're just, you know, with the friends just to share with each other, what are you grateful for today? You know, list three to five and it opens up such conversations and, yes. and connection, uh, not just with your inner being, but, you know, with friends and, and family and your coworkers. Well, appreciating people too, not only being thankful, but telling these people, I mean, you can think it, but tell these people what you appreciate. You know, I really appreciate your laugh. I really appreciate your thoughtfulness and whatever. If you can do five things of people that you work with or that you're in contact with, what you appreciate about them, it really makes a difference in their life. It helps you to be more aware also. Oh, yes. Yes. And then you keep looking for more, right? Exactly. I know some companies do call outs um, ever so often. They might just say, hey, this person really helped me with my, my project. I, I would have been lost without them and things like that. And, and people really like to be the recipient of those. It really feels good to be the person calling out and being the receiver of that appreciation. So it's a win-win. This, that reminds me of when I had the store and I had 80 employees, I had a supermarket like a Whole Foods and I would get on the PA when, when a cashier did something, I would say, um, Pam gets a star and a candy bar for good customer service, or today is somebody's birthday. Everybody wish them a happy birthday. So I would if several times throughout the day, say when somebody did something, Hey, Jose gets a great star for great customer service and helping that customer. So again, people need, not need, they appreciate 
you just recognizing them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so rare anymore. I mean, most of the time when you're in a company, they find fault with you rather than what you did well. So that's really my mode of what I did. That That's such a great reminder for all those out there that um, maybe manage people or even if you're a parent to recognize things children do right, you know, oh my gosh, you did such a good job at this. And thank you for making your bed this morning. Yeah. And oh, you got up on time today. Wow, that's awesome. You know, and then they want to do it again, right? They want to exactly. do it again. Well, eating do the same way. If you do this, if you only right. have children and you have a dog, appreciate the dog, you know, reward them for the things that they've done well, or your husband or your wife. Everybody wants to hear it that, you know, positive reinforcement does go a long way. So I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. You're welcome. So tell us a little bit more about your, your book from the outhouse to the penthouse and, um, and how your story went. I mean, just kind of give us a little idea about it. And so we can look forward to the book and the, and the movie that's coming out. Tell us about that. Uh, well, it started with the beginning. My mother was from the back hills of Arkansas and she was raped when she was 14 years old. And I am the result of that. And the greatest thing though, she was an amazing role model. Mm. She loved me unconditionally. And many times that does not happen with, uh, with children of uh, assault. And she was a role model all of her life. I mean, it, it tells about the amazing hardships that she went through and how she overcame. This book is really, really um, motivating, inspiring, encouraging, helping you to know that you are worthy. Uh, so many other things. And then I had businesses. And where I was able to accomplish a lot. And again, it's from intuition and it's having a role model. And if it's not a mother, then it can be a friend, an aunt, a cousin. Uh, so many people, uh, nearly everyone has that kind of role model that really helps them in some way. So I had a great role model, several um, in my life, and that helped immensely. But the intuition my mother would tell me, even when I was young, and then when I was a, uh, a little bit older, she would say, if you start to get on a plane and you don't feel right, do not get on that plane. So other examples she would give me, and that's intuition. Mm -hmm. If you do not feel right about something, pay attention. And many times people can say, when they go against that feeling, some things have happened that are not really good for you. So it or if it's an opportunity and it's exactly. telling you to go for it and you don't, and you're like, oh, I wish I had, but it's not just those feelings of, no, this is not um, a good, and it's not really out of fear. It's just kind of, hmm, no, is the answer. Not I'm scared. It's just, no, it doesn't feel right right? It's not a fear. It's more of a instruction. It is. And I'll give you an example. When you, a person's name comes to your mind to call them or contact them or whatever, it's so important to do this. This has happened to me many times. I pay attention to it. One friend, I hadn't spoken to her in a long time. 
her name came to my mind and I called her. She really needed encouragement. Her mother just died. Wow. So pay attention when a name comes to your mind or when a thought comes to your mind, pay attention. Yes, absolutely. Um, and if you can't call them or something, I mean, just send that person, you know, good vibes of thought and, and well-being to them until you can call them because you're not sure what's what's moving you to call them. But if for some reason, let's say you're on the plane, you can't call them right now. That's just, true. Just mm -hmm. send them that well-being oh. mm -hmm. until you're able to call them. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so tell us how, uh, your, you came to write the book in the first place. Well, actually my daughter, well, everyone has told me for years that it, it would be really good to write a book. And so my daughter said, you know, I think it's time that you wrote a book. And this is really a great thing, a great lesson too. I wrote the book. I wrote the book in a month Whoa. and I had help. I had help, uh, um, and an editor, and I had lots of help, as a matter of fact. And my goal, I'm, I'm a big self-help groupie, but I was going to Bob Proctor's Matrix, a week-long self-development in Toronto, and I wanted to get that done. On the cover of the book, I put forward by Bob Proctor. I had not been there. I had not met him, but I had put that on. <laughs> <laughs> when Whoa, I got well, you put that out to the universe, didn't you? That, and by the way, some people may not know who Bob Proctor is, but one way they can see him is he was uh, featured in The Secret, uh, both in the book and the movie. Mm -hmm. And he's passed. And I was one of the last persons that he wrote the foreword. And a couple of days later, I so I brought the, the flash cube uh, flash drive and I asked him if he would look at this and if he would write the forward and he did wow so yeah. I, you know, I knew I could have taken it off uh, <laughs> of the cover but I I just knew that he was going to do it and this is intuition also and it also is putting it out there before <laughs> before it even becomes fact yeah, just setting an intent. Um, just exactly. like I, I'm, I want this, and you put some action toward it, and uh, and not be. And the thing, the key, I think, was you were okay if he didn't. Yes, I was. Right. Um, you weren't desperate that no, he that, was going to be the for you know write the forward. So. It, I've noticed in my experience when I'm not desperate, I'm okay with a yes or a no or how it's going to come out and I let it go. That's when the most benevolent, the best outcome surfaces. We can't be attached to the outcome is, is really, I, in my mind, I can't be attached to the outcome. You can have what the outcome is, though, in many other ways, just not be attached to the way that it works. Exactly. Like, for instance, uh, you know, just simply, if, if you're a kid wanting a bike, you're not saying, I want this model and this color and this size and has this stuff. I mean, just, I want a bike. 
right? Yes, yes. And you might get like something better than you even thought of, right? Well, um, I always add or more or better. Uh-huh. Anytime I am saying something, you know, when I want something, um, I want this or more or better. I always, and I mentor a lot of, 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 especially women, and I always teach them this and it works. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, so tell us a little bit about your morning routine that you were speaking of, because you said you, you practice intuition every day. Um, and, and I think that's super important when you're really wanting to get to know how to communicate with your intuition and strengthen it and really utilize it, you know, to its fullest. And when you were telling me earlier about your routine, I think that is a super great idea that people should look to implement. So can you tell us a little bit about that? I do it every morning because I feel that this is a way for me to start my day off. I, I meditate, I uh, read, I sit for, um, and just clear my mind. And if thought, certain thoughts come to me, then, you know, I know this is it. I have readings that I read. I then write um, some of these things. And then I, I write the five or more things that I'm thankful and grateful for. And I am so grateful. I love my life. I am so thankful and grateful for my life and for my goal. My goals in life is to live full out healthy, touch as many people as I possibly can in a positive way to live a life of significance and to leave a legacy of positivity. And that is so great. And and, and the thing is, is that you, you do have contrast that comes into your life. You oh, have problems that come up. You have certain things that might ca- cause you sadness, but you're able to ride the wave of that, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I've had lots of tragedies in my life. Uh, and not too long ago, my grandson died. So lots oh, of yeah. tragedies that that are really hard to overcome. It's really what we have to be thankful and grateful for. And that really is, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful that I had him for as long as I did. And uh, so it's all good. Yeah, there's there's a lot of tragedies and things that happen to us that we don't really don't know what the bigger picture is as to why that happened. Um, I mean, case in point of your mother, I mean, the end doesn't justify the means, but your mother was able to be a wonderful mother to you and uh, created a beautiful relationship. She was a beautiful mother to you. Uh, regardless of how you came into this world, it was beautiful. She made it beautiful. She did. Mm -hmm. She did. And And it was because it was, she had a choice. She had a choice, right? And we all have choices. Every single day we have a choice of what we eat, of what we do, of whether we exercise, of whether we work on our mind. I work on rewiring my brain every single day. That's, that's really important. Yes. We can't, whatever we don't use, we lose or it atrophies. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's super important and, and choice of how we're going to feel. Right. 
exactly, exactly of how we're going to feel. I'm going to make this a great day. And I say, you know, it's a good day to have a good day every single day. And it doesn't mean that we're thrown off, but I, I associate throwing off to, to the, like we're in a plane and, you know, the plane is thrown off course, but they keep correcting. And I feel that's exactly what I do. I keep correcting, being aware when I have a negative thought or whatever, and then I switch it to something positive. Course correct, pivot. Course <laughs> correct, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, and two, I mean, a lot of times people out there will have uh, a knee-jerk response. Yes. Or some people call it they're triggered. Yes. You can notice, I mean, first thing you can do is notice that that does that to you, or you just got that feeling of response. So you have a choice of what to do with that. Exactly. Many people don't realize that. Many people do not, but it's practice. It isn't an immediate kind of thing. It's being aware first and, and being aware that you're aware and then switching. And and when you do that enough, that requires your brain to where it, it one, is automatic when you know, you're not going to let that, uh, you know, thoughts or things and we can stop them. Exactly. And I think... Another thing that I learned because I was such a people pleaser and perfectionist and uh, all that came along with that. Um, and I realized that it's my responsibility to create my happiness. It's not anyone else's. Someone doesn't make me happy or make me sad or make me angry or make me disappointed, I chose to have that emotional response to that external uh, environment um, or action to me or words that were said. I chose how to react to that. And so that's all on me to decide how I'm going to respond to certain things. But in turn, also, I'm not responsible for anybody else's happening, happiness. It's their no. responsibility. Now, that doesn't give you license to just treat everybody mean, and then, then they just got to take it how it is. It, if you are responsible for your own emotions, then you're going to also be very cognizant of how you treat other people and your you're going to be a little bit more sensitive um, as well. So it it just turns into um, just being responsible for your own happiness. It really is. And it's really important to love ourselves. And, you know, there's mirror work that Louise Hay and many other persons have, have shown you how to do this. It's we do have a choice. And we are not here to fix other people. We are here to fix ourselves, work on ourselves. We cannot change. You know, there is a saying that um, a person um, of the same, you cannot convince a person against their will. Yeah. Because they are of the opinion still. When you can, you can try everything. And this really goes for people who are alcoholics or drug addicts 
we can give them all kinds of things. We can try and try and try until they make that decision themselves. They are not going to overcome anything. They That's have to, so true. Too, you know, just little things even, or choosing better foods is another little thing until you make the choice. You know, I'm going to make a choice of fruit instead of a sweet. We, you, me, cannot make any changes. Exactly. Exactly. Well, gosh, um, your wisdom and, and, um, uh, ideas and, and habits that people could adopt are so profound. I definitely think this will help people get some of their, um, uh, happiness started, um, on the right path. Um, even if you just journal, um, every morning and, and write a few things down, that's a great start to, to anybody on their journey to happiness. So I appreciate you, um, joining us today. And, and I wanted the, um, listeners and those watching, uh, to have the opportunity to learn about how they can get a hold of you, um, if they want to know more about you, um, maybe get a copy of the book. Um, so what do you have going that you can share with them today? The book is available on Amazon. It's from Outhouse to Penthouse by Tessa Greenspan. My website is tessagreenspan.com. My email is tessa at tessagreenspan.com. So there any of those ways. And I might suggest, if anybody wants to follow me, another way that I can make a difference, every single day on Facebook, where it has love on the banner, I post positive messages. And I want everyone to know that you are worthy. You are worthy. And that's really, I post wonderful messages every single day to show, you know, gratefulness, happiness, thought-provoking, but every single day, at least two or three positive messages. So if you want to follow me, um, it's Tessa Greenspan and love is in the banner. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and all of your wisdom. And I encourage everybody to check her website out or buy the book or join her Facebook group. So thank you so much. And um, I uh, hope you guys take some of her advice because she's got some, some great nuggets there. Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Create Happy Now podcast. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell. If you have a topic to suggest, please leave a comment below. Catch the Create Happy Now podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, and Podchaser. Check out other YouTube videos on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel. And if you want more, check down below for resources, courses, and events, or go to www.createhappynow.com.